Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Heart of Dating podcast. I'm your host, Kate Warman. I am so thrilled because the next few weeks, we are entering into a series on feminine and masculine. And to do this, I'm bringing in my friend, Rachel Sherrill, who is also a feminine and masculine dating coach. Let me tell you a little bit more about what she does. Rachel Sherrill is a certified dating and relationship coach and the host of the True Feminine Podcast. She coaches thousands of women and specializes in the concept of masculine versus feminine energy. Rachel primarily teaches women how to speak to men in a way that draws them in and inspires commitment. She believes there is an art to speaking to men that can be magical and magnetic, and she loves teaching it. Guys, this is what we're getting into. And for the men listening, this series is also for you because we are going to go deep also into masculine and helping men get back to their true masculine. Today's episode, we're diving into the energetics of dating. What is energy? Is it actually biblical? Is masculine and feminine energy something that God created? The thing about it is, you guys, that actually there's so many things in this world that were meant for good that the enemy has hijacked. And I believe one of those things is masculine and feminine energy and specifically even the word energy. When we say that, we think of like new age spiritual stuff and we're like, ooh, heebie-jeebie, that's not for us. We're Christians. But energy is science. It's an invisible nature, a force of nature that is present all the time in all things. Today on this episode, we talk about that. We talk about why it's science and we talk about how it biblically connects with God's beautiful creation. Energy was not our idea. It was God's idea. Okay. And God also created us male and female. All right. So we're going to break that down in the episode today. And then in the coming weeks, we're going to dive deep on what is masculine? What is feminine? What is the dance and the balance of masculine and feminine in a dating relationship? I truly believe that this concept, this series, this is one of the most underutilized tools in the Christian culture. And I believe if we can learn to master this and unlock our true feminine, unlock our true masculine, it will transform our dating lives. If you've ever been in a dating situation where things just ended suddenly and you couldn't figure out what happened because you thought you were connected to that person so well, often it can be drawn back to feminine and masculine energy because even the person on the opposite side, sometimes they can't even explain it but something energetically just doesn't feel right to them. And then they suddenly end it and you're left being like, what the heck? I thought we had a great connection. You guys, this is huge. And for my ladies listening, man, ladies, we are just indoctrinated into a culture that teaches us to be masculine all day long. Well, specifically for the ladies, I want to let you know that Rachel has an incredible program called the True Feminine Academy. If you want to check it out, you can go to bit.ly forward slash HODFEM. That's bit.ly forward slash HODFEM. And you can find all 
all about her true feminine academy, which is incredible. We've had actually several girls in Heart of Dating go through this program. They've messaged me like, Kate, wow, my life has been transformed. She's maybe working on doing something for the guys. So guys, stay tuned on that. But either way, in this series, we are addressing both the feminine and the masculine. So guys, this series is also for you. Okay, guys, I can't wait. Over the next few weeks, we're going to bring on Rachel for these episodes and it's going to be amazing. So without further ado, let's talk about the energetics of dating. Rachel, Cheryl, my girl, what's up? I'm so happy to have you today. Oh, thanks, Kate. I'm so stoked to be here. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) I have been so looking forward to this conversation today and the ones we're releasing the coming weeks because we are talking about something and I was just texting you yesterday about this, but like nobody talks about this in the Christian world. And it has, oh, this is just coming to my head. I find that the enemy likes to make like these really good transformative tools that could be used. He likes to seep into and make it like bad to work for the Christian world. So for example, like breath work and meditation, well, all of that is actually good stuff that like even Jesus in the Bible, he meditated on the word day and night. It says that like breath is part of God breathed life into us, but those things have become intertwined with so many other I ideals. So sometimes now Christians look at breath work and meditation and they're like, oh my gosh, what is that? You know, like, is it all this heebie-jeebie, weird, like only yogi that are extreme yogi kind of people? And I'm not against yoga personally. I know some people are, but the enemy likes to twist good things for evil. And I think that's what's happened with the topic we're going into today, honestly. And that's why I think it's not talked about enough. We're talking about today, the energetics of dating. And in the following weeks, we'll talk about feminine energy and masculine energy and how they are beautifully can go with one another, especially in relationships. And so I would love for you to just introduce yourself to the people, uh, because I love you girl. And I am so proud of the work you're doing. So will you tell us who you are and what you do? Oh, wow. I love that. Thanks, Kate. Um, yeah, so my name is Rachel, and I am the host of the podcast, The True Feminine. And actually, just a backstory on how I even came up with that name was, um, I just really believe that our world has um, taught us a false femininity. <laughs> and, um, you know, just culturally, and in a lot of ways, I mean, we have a lot of movements that have really swung the pendulum all the way over to the extreme side of feminism. And, um, and I'm not against like a lot of the feminist movement. Like I'm, I'm definitely like, I just don't want people to know, like, that's not what I'm coming. That's not what I'm saying. Cause there's a lot of great things that have come from that. But when we go extreme and we swing all the way over, it actually has turned us feminine beings yeah. <laughs> in, into our mo- more masculine state on an energetic level. And, um, that has drastically affected our ability to show up and receive from the masculine. It is affecting the masculine and how the masculine shows up. And we have the balance that God designed very much out of whack. And, um, we have women who are operating in their masculine and men who are operating in their feminine energy. And I say energy because um, well, that's what we're talking about today. So <laughs> I guess I'll break that down first. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but 
that's where I came up with the name, the true feminine, because it was, it just popped in my head. And I thought, no, like the greatest thing that changed my life and caused me to show up and I guess draw healthy men into me was my ability to tap back into my true femininity and, and, um, and, and not operate in the facade of femininity essentially. Um, and so anyway, so the true feminine is to help women return to their femininity on a very deep and embodied level. And out of that, they become magnetic to men. And even me saying this, it's amazing how, you know, guys will ask me, what do you do? You know, and I share what I do and they're just like, wow. They're like, that's it. That, wow. Yes. Yes. Whatever you're saying. Yes. (laughs) And, um, and so it's, it's super potent. It's super powerful. And so is the masculine, both energies are powerful and we're going to be getting into that in the next few episodes. Um, but it's about learning and teaching each each of us, whether you're a guy or a girl, really how to ebb and flow between the two and how to rise up into your most either masculine state or your most feminine state. And so um, I'm really excited to talk about that today. <laughs> so I, I, I am so excited and I love what you're doing because like I said, it isn't talked about enough and it is a really good thing. It's transformed how I show up in dating outside of, I think the two, two of the biggest things that I've learned for myself in my healing journey have been the concepts of love attachment theory and learning my childhood woundings and how it it impacts how I show up in love, which then helps me learn like, okay, when I'm triggered, this is what's going on for me personally. And this comes from this core wounding. That's been a huge tool that's transformed the way I show up. And then the second thing is truly learning about feminine and masculine and how to get back to my true feminine, as you would say. And it is, it's a concept that my therapist first brought up to me about probably somewhere around three years ago. And I was dating someone at that time. And I started practicing the things she was teaching me. And I was like, oh my gosh, it blew my mind how it transformed our relationship. Just changing the way I would ask for things, changing the way I would share my needs, changing the way I would support him. And just the way I approached the relationship completely changed. And it the things I actually wanted ended up happening versus the way I was doing it the other way, it was not working out. And I was more frustrated and I was making him feel more discouraged and so many things. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is wild. And so I would be lying to say that I am a master at being always in my true feminine, but I am on this journey of learning more and more about it. And I am, I love it. And I'm so fascinated before we get into the conversation on the energetics of dating. You also have an incredible program that I want people to know about because if they're interested after these conversations, I want them to follow you, your Instagram, you have a podcast, and then also your program, the true feminine Academy. Will you just tell them a little bit about it? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So the true feminine Academy, I call it TFA sometimes. Um, that's just my signature program and it is, it is primarily for women. Um, I am considering making something for the masculine. Um, but I do not have that yet. So the guys listening (laughs) love ya, but, um, one day I'll have 
something for you. Um, but you know, this, my signature program, the true feminine Academy really is an all encompassing program where, um, we, we work on the mindset, the embodiment, the energetics and the communication. And as I always like to say that communication is a full body experience. And I, I kind of like saying that because I think that we forget a lot. It's like, Oh yeah. Mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I know mindset. Oh, talking. Yeah. Yeah. I know talking. Okay. Hey, do you know anything about how you're showing up energetically? Oh, what? What's energy? Oh my gosh. Like you're going to talk about energy. Like, Whoa, pump the brakes. Like I'm a Christian. Don't talk to me about energy. Like it scares people. And I'm like, but it is literally a part. It is surrounding us. It's all around us. It's how it's, we, we actually talk about energy all the time. Yeah. And we refer to it all of the time. But if you want to talk about, you know, how it, how it functions inside of your body, um, people get a little, uh, hesitant and weirded out by that, but my program really breaks that down. And it, it essentially, the goal is to help women return to their true femininity, as I have said, and, but really understand it because these concepts that you, even you and I are going to be talking about are really, really big concepts. And just listening to a podcast, you're, you're gaining knowledge and you're gaining the ideas on the concepts and maybe some tools here and there, especially on my podcast, I give practical tools, but the embodiment work is just something that can't necessarily be taught through a one-off, like some episodes, right? That's like sitting with me and we're breaking things down. And I'm like, okay, how did you say this? You should say that, say this, say that. And girls are like, oh my gosh, change your profile to this. And they're like, I'm getting all these quality men. And, you know, I'm finding I'm, you know, and anyway, the idea is that they get to their dream outcome. And so many girls do. um, And then other girls may just find massive breakthrough in different areas of their life by the end of the six weeks that we're together. So that's, that's the gist of it. But if you want more information, you can come find me and I'll tell you more. (laughs) I love it. I love what you're doing. I love this program. Uh, it's phenomenal. And so let's get into the energetics of dating. Um, we've already touched on the fact that it's something that when you say energy, a lot of Christians are like, what? Woo woo. Oh my gosh. Can't talk about that. That's really weird. That's really strange. So is like, what, what is energy and is it woo woo or like, is it just science? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's science now. Um, okay. Yeah. So energy. So this is basically, um, what I always say to help break it down in a very practical way is, you know, I always say that all day long humans, every single human is having energetic exchanges with one another. So, um, whether we are showing up in a high energy state, a low energy state that, that we all comprehend, right? That's why we say like, if you go to a football game or a college basketball game, like people would describe that the room as electrifying or high energy. And this kind of clicked with me I'm a very high energy human and people have always described me as Rachel's really high energy. And I didn't think a thing of that when they said that, but when it came to other things, I used to get like weirded out by talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally a high energy person. Well, we describe humans as high energy some, but if somebody may not be a high energy person, we might use a different word. We not, we may not say that person's low energy. Right. Um, but 
if you actually actually look at a person and how they're showing up with all the energy inside of them, um, there's there's a whole language to the energetics and in how they show up inside of your body. And so, yeah, so you can go to a library and we would describe if I said, hey, what's the energetic state of a library right now? They'd say, oh, it's very low. It's low energy, right? And um, I mean, it's funny because in a slang way, we've all adopted the, oh, good vibes, bad vibes, high vibes, low vibes. So again, something that we don't have an issue saying, <laughs> but do you know that what we're saying for vibes, they're saying vibration. So we're actually saying, that, oh, those are bringing me low vibrations. Those are bringing me high vibrations. And our entire earth, and again, I'm not like a, I'm not like a scientist, so please don't quote me on things, but I'm, I'm giving you serious just over here, like just, just little, like little thoughts. Um, but you know, our whole earth is, um, the way that it works is it's things are functioning off of wavelengths, sound waves, vibrations. I mean, the very fact that we can even do this zoom call radio waves, right? It's all vibrations. Something fascinating to me is that when a woman is pregnant and they go to do an ultrasound on a woman, I just found this out, had no idea. Okay. That an ultrasound is not a camera. I literally thought they were putting a camera up there. What? Mind blown. Okay. Not a camera. <laughs> They're literally sticking. I know this is like getting into something else, but it's important. They're sticking something up you and whatever the wand thing, whatever the thing they're using, it is, it is, um, giving off vibrations <laughs> that form the, uh, picture that's happening inside of you. So again, I mean, everything that is happening in our world is, it's vibrating. It's there's energetic things happening. So, um, you know, you know, as you're saying that, I just want to add, because I love the book and I know you love this book too. The body keeps the score. It's such a great book. And in that Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, he talks about like, and this is great. Like when you see, even if you see a silent movie, for example, if you watch a silent movie, you can tell even without words, what's going on most of the time, the status of a relationship by the body language, by even just like the energetics of just the body language, because our body also is keeping the score and shows like, if we are really put off by something, we're going to have a put off energy. We're going to be like maybe crossing our arm. If we're really uncomfortable, we'll probably be moving away. We're like, looking away. We're not connected. When we're connected, when we're open, when we're positive, we're leaning in, we are smiling. There's more relaxation. You can tell even without words on the screen that there is something going on and it just relates. And the other thing I was thinking about too, the same way you go into a football stadium and it's like all this electric energy and, and all of that, you leave and you're like on a high. Whenever I do a podcast, I feel that same way. I'm like on a high because I'm like exuding all this adrenaline. But I, it's also the same way, similar, but different when I'm with somebody who is completely draining, who just sucks the life out of you. You can tell like after you leave their presence, you're like, I feel drained. And it's because the energy they're exuding is a low energy. It's a life sucking energy and you're picking up on it. You, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. We feed off of each other's energy in a room. If some party person walks in the room, 
you know that person who's the life of the party and they come in the room and all of a sudden everyone's laughing and their energy and their spirits are rising, right? And so, and then same, if somebody walks in and they look sad and upset, it instantly changes in you. You're having an exchange with that person. So energy is just like gravity. It is like oxygen. And none of us have any issues understanding gravity, accepting it as a law of the world you know, a universal law and all of these things, you know, no one's going to go, ju- we're, no one's going to go jump off the building because we know that gravity will probably kill us. Well, but do we see gravity? Heck no, nobody sees gravity, but we know it is there. Do we see oxygen? No, but we know it is there. So do we see energy? No, but it is extremely felt. It is always being felt. And so, um, and so this is this is a huge reason why you can show up and try to say the right things or you know do things but people can tell when you're overthinking something that energy is literally being felt from the other person a man like you just said a man can tell if you are relaxed or not and if you are comfortable or if you're trying to prove something there's a proving energy there is a convincing energy that a lot of times we're showing up with. There's, oh my gosh, there's just so much to it. And I, you know, I just wanted to, um, to say that. Hey guys, isn't this episode with Rachel amazing? I love talking about the energetics of dating. It's blowing my mind. My goodness. Well, I wanted to hop in here and tell you if some of this is unlocking things for you and you want some more help specifically in how you're showing up in dating and healing some of your tendencies from the past, I want to recommend all of the coaching that we do is awesome, but I also encourage you to look at doing therapy. Therapy is a great complement to coaching and they are in fact very different. In therapy, we go backwards to really heal from things that are causing problems in our life today and to lead us to more freedom. In coaching, we go over some of the past, but we mainly go forward. What is your vision forward? How do we get you to that vision? So if you've ever wanted to do therapy, if this episode is bringing stuff up for you and you were like, man, I need some help on this, I wanna encourage you to check out Faithful Counseling. We've been friends with Faithful Counseling, which is owned by BetterHelp for some time. And what I love about Faithful Counseling, it's a faith-based network of Christian counselors and it's all done virtually and it's more affordable than other therapy options. So you can do it from the comfort of your home and you could do it for more affordable than you can get an other Christian therapist. Guys, you can literally fill out a form and get connected to a therapist within 24 hours. You could message that therapist. You can do video chats. You can do phone calls, whatever you want to do and decide with that therapist. It's an incredible resource. We have so many hundreds of people within Heart of Dating using Faithful Counseling, and I just could not scream it from the rooftops more. So you can go ahead and visit faithfulcounseling.com slash heartofdating, and you'll get 10% off your first month by going to that link through Heart of Dating. That's faithfulcounseling.com forward slash heartofdating. Yes, so this obviously shows up and the what we're talking about and will be talking about is how this shows up in the dynamics of relationships between a man and a woman. And 
masculine energy versus feminine energy, which as Christians, we believe that God created man and woman. He created male and female in his image, right? He created them male and female. It says that in Genesis. Awesome. So with that, he created us similarly, but also differently in the arc of it. We are different. We are man and we are woman. And so there are differences in our nature that are beautiful actually. And I'd love to hear how the energetic state of the, like a little bit about the energetic state between masculine nature, energy, and feminine nature and energy. Okay. I love it. I love it. So um, first I want to just mention that scientists have come up with a lot of different um, laws of the universe that just make sense, right? I mean, we talked about gravity, certain things. Um, And one of these quote unquote laws that they came up with was the law of balance is what they refer to it as, Mm. which is the masculine versus feminine. So law of balance. So what brings balance to our world and to everything is to have the the two opposite things that come together and that fit well together. So anyways, um, because if we were to operate just from our feminine, nothing would get done. And if we were to operate just from our masculine, there would be, it would be a little chaotic. Okay. So anyways, um, the difference between masculine and feminine energy, I'm going to give you guys just like a brief breakdown and we'll kind of go into more of it in the other episodes, but let's talk about, um, the masculine. Okay. So I'll just give you a little rundown. So the masculine, uh, the masculine energy is the action oriented energy. So it is going to be the forward leaning. So I'm leaning forward. I'm making things happen. This is a huge thing. I try to always tell girls, I'm like, are you trying to make something happen? So um, that's masculine. So the masculine is the fixer. The masculine is the doer. The masculine is the problem solver. They want to solve the problems. Um, The masculine is the giver, actually. And this one shocks most people. It is the giving side of the two, the masculine and feminine. And why is the masculine the giver? Why would the masculine be the giving person? Well, the masculine is the giving. The giving is in the masculine category because giving is action oriented. It requires action to give. It also requires sacrifice to give. So this is something that's very backwards, okay? Because um, if I asked a room full of women, hey, who do you think is more of the giver? Do you think it's the woman or the man? Do you think it's the masculine or the feminine? And every single girl would raise their hand. Actually, every single person would raise their hand and probably say, the feminine is the giving, the giving energy, right? So the reason that we oftentimes, well, we think that, but because the woman is the, is the, has that nurturing spirit, Mm-hmm. But the man is the giver. And I always actually tie the gospel in since you have a very Christian audience and I'm a Christian too. But, you know, thinking about even what the Bible says, like we, it says that we love God because he first loved us. God is, in the depiction is the masculine side and the people, us, were the feminine side. Mm-hmm. We love God in response to him first loving us. So what happens is, is the girls are all initiating, they're trying to, you know, take charge, they're trying to make things happen, solve the problem, fix, you know, fix things and overthink, overdrive, overanalyze, overanalyzing is, or analytical is masculine, headspace, the way I describe it is headspace is the masculine zone, body space is the feminine, so heart space and body space is the feminine zone. 
So I'll kind of go into the feminine a little bit. So what would the feminine mean? Well, the feminine is going to be pretty much the opposite of that, right? And uh, by the way, I actually want to pause for a second. I usually in my courses will say to people, after I describe the masculine, I I actually ask all the girls, they say, um, does that does that feel familiar to you? Does that feel like how all of you girls are? Do you guys really relate to that? And all of them are like, that's me. That's me. I'm go, 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 do, do, do. Try to prove and convince and try to analyze and bring an agenda just like in life in general. And here's the thing. You do have to show up in your masculine energy at work. So this is not about um, never being, oh, just I could completely fall back into the surrender of feminine. No. You have to show up at work and be in your masculine zone. What I'm teaching women to do is to um, shift out of your masculine, fall back into your feminine, which is, I'll go in, the receiver. It is the receiving side of things, the receiving end. The masculine gives, the feminine receives. The feminine responds to what is given to her. She gives back in response to what is given to her. Um, she uh, is soft. So it's a softer energy. So this doesn't mean, this is, doesn't mean that if you're a big bubbly girl and outgoing, I'm very outgoing and bubbly um, and strong and stuff. It does not mean that you cannot you lose that personality. It means that you shift and you, we have the ability to soften our entire bodies and none of us know how to do that or get there. And I will teach you if you want to come in my class, but just saying. Um, but anyways, um, it's the softer side. It is open. So when I tell girls, when you think of feminine energy, I want you to think of open. So um, I want you to think of your, you allow, the feminine allows. And then I tell people, I'm like, the feminine is the gatekeeper. You allow what comes in and what does not. So are you a doormat? Absolutely not. You're actually, you hold all the power <laughs> more than you realize because you are that gatekeeper, right? And vulnerability is a huge, huge part. Your ability to tap into how you feel. So oftentimes I say, how does your body feel? Not like your mind. Tell me how your body feels because your body is what feels things. It is reacting to the world around you. It's responding to the world around you. And, um, and then the feminine is it receives. And I would love to just give you, give all of you this, uh, really profound, um, I don't know if analogy is the right word or metaphor. I, I don't know, picture, um, <laughs> one of those, um, but even going back to the very beginning, God created male and female. Okay. I, I like to tell people, I'm like, think, think about the very uh, genitals of a man and a woman, the way that God designed our anatomy. Okay. This is kind of interesting, but the masculine anatomy and the masculine genitals, I, I mean, this, you know, go with me. We're not in eighth grade now. So I guess we don't really have to giggle, but anyways, um, <laughs> even though now we're giggling, but, um, <laughs> but the anatomy of a man, um, the way that his whole, like his parts were designed when it comes to sexual intercourse, his whole makeup is the giving side of sexual intercourse. The mm -hmm. feminine's body, her very genitals, are um, her lady parts are literally the design of them are to receive. Mm -hmm. So how much more is this going to play out energetically? Another thing I like to mention is, you know, you have the sperm and the egg and, you know, who... Who has the sperm? What side of nature holds the sperm? 
the masculine in their very body makeup. Who holds the egg? The feminine. Let's talk about this for a second. What does the sperm do? The sperm literally shoots off, right? I don't know how many, what do they say? Like a million of them or something, yeah. a ton of them all take off. And what are the sperm doing? They're racing. They're moving quickly. They are in action mode, full on action mode, and they are competing. They are competing to get to the egg. That's what they're doing. And they are- And the just egg's like, just chilling there. The egg the is just- the egg is doing nothing. The egg is floating down the tube at a slow pace, taking her sweet time. She is competing with nobody, nobody, okay? <laughs> and she's just waiting and she's going to receive the sperm that outdid all the other masculine little parts and made it to her. So um, if you really want to break things down, I mean, this all plays out. Do you see what I'm saying? And so I, I tell people that the feminine side is the being side of nature. So mastering the art of being, and this is really, really hard for women because so many women are in proving mode. They are in convincing mode which puts them in a competing mode. And then you show up with the masculine and you're competing. I literally tell girls, don't even share any of your accolades. Let him unravel those. There is nothing you need to prove, okay? And so you receive and just let him explore your divine, beautiful feminine being, your essence, your femininity is enough. The issue is, is that all women do is show up improve mode and convince mode in their heads in their head space and that is felt from the masculine and he it repels the masculine actually put either pushes him away or pushes him into the feminine which becomes that more passive zone mm -hmm. and here we are in the church talking about a lot of passivity within the male dynamic and i'm like well, it's really interesting because how much of some of that, as you're bringing up, like can also be because of how us women are repelling the true masculine in men because we are becoming the masculine and therefore repelling a man's ability to be in his true masculine. And therefore he's in the more passive zone, which, and then we are here complaining about it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, this, you guys, this goes deep. We don't even have time for this. Okay. But a hundred, I mean, that is literally like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, do you know what the problem is? It's not your looks. It's not these things. It's none of it. Let me tell you what the thing is. You are masculine AF, excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that for emphasis. Okay. So anyways, it doesn't matter. You can look like a Barbie doll. You can be the freaking supermodel. Okay. And you can be in your masculine. And here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. It is perfectly fine if you want to stay in your dominant zone with your man, by all means, carry on, okay? Um, but do not expect to attract a masculine man. You will either, you will attract a more passive man. And so that works if that's what you want. But if what you desire is your man to rise up into his most masculine state, it takes you to lean back energetically and allow, create energetic space for him to come into. The issue is we're crowding up the energetic space in between the two of us. 
And then the guy's like, cool, 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 cool. There's nothing for me to come into. Um, we also block ourselves from men because we don't want to be vulnerable. So many times, hilarious. I do so many Q and A's and it cracks me up and I'm sure you feel the same, but it's like, so he asked me this, what should I say? And I'm like, say what you feel, say exactly what you feel. Like you don't make something up. You just say what you're authentically feeling. So um, and I want to, I really want to emphasize this, um, vulnerability, by the way, here's another one. Um, that is so lost in translation. Yeah. A lot of girls are, will say things like, oh, I, I, oh, I'm vulnerable. I'm definitely vulnerable. And then their, their form of vulnerability is they sat down with a man and dumped every trauma they had to share their whole past trauma lives. And I'm like, that's not being vulnerable. That is being, that's where in, in some ways, yeah, you know, it's, that should be at, at your, with your therapist or your girlfriend. You're not here looking for a man to be your therapist. You are looking for a man to be your lover. So there's a big difference. And if you want him to be your lover, you need to not show up, like therapize me, be my dad, be my therapist. No. I'm sorry, you need to go find that elsewhere because the dynamic that you're looking for is romance. You're, you're looking for um, a, a man to romance you and the man wants yeah. to romance you, but you just showed up and he's like, I'm not a therapist. I'm not ready for this. I barely know you. I haven't even, you know, whatever, whatever. So here's what, here's what vulnerability really truly is from a feminine energy standpoint is as simple as a guy saying, sending you a text. This is my most simple uh, response because obviously I don't have time on podcasts to get into every little thing, but a guy sending, guy sends you a text. He says, Hey, how's it going? Um, what are you up to? You say, Hey, it feels so good to get a text from you. Um, I'm doing good. I've had an amazing day, a delicious latte. I really had such a nice time taking this wonderful walk. How's your day? So, um, you actually get descriptive and you actually share your day just a little bit, but most importantly, you let him know it actually felt good getting a text from you. Why do we let him know that? Because that's the truth. If I were to ask a girl, did you feel good when you got a text from your man? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did. Tell him that. Tell him that. Or how about this? Um, Hey, I just want to let you know that, um, you know, for me, I, uh, when you said something the other day, I, I don't know, I don't have something off the top of my head, but something that made you feel uncomfortable when you said this, uh, the other day to me, I just want to let you know, um, it kind of made me feel a little bit unsafe and I'm just curious to know a little bit more about what you were referring to on that. So it's like, I'm going to let you know that something didn't make me feel good or it didn't make me feel safe. Now be careful with this girl. This is not like hall pass to like friggin', you know, tell him everything that's wrong with him because that will repel a man faster than anything in the world. A man desires to succeed with you. His pure mission in life is to be successful. If you can make a man feel successful, he will always come back for more. Now, again, this is not you saying not you trying. Okay. We don't want to go with the motive of I'm going to do this. So he likes me. No, just genuinely saying, thank you so much for tonight. You made me feel really valued. And I just felt super comfortable with you. Um, I would definitely be open to seeing you again. That's it. 
Okay. He's like, yep. wow, I really, I really scored tonight. I crushed it. I freaking accomplished this. This wasn't that hard. And he's like, awesome. Okay. It's now safe for me to come closer and pursue this woman more. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this goes so deep and I'm literally going off on a freaking tangent over here. <laughs> okay. I'm literally, as you're talking, I'm, I'm trying to hold myself back because I have so much like in agreement in yes and amen. I'm going to share more examples in our future episodes of how this has also in, like played out for me when I have truly embraced more of the feminine and when I've embraced more of the masculine and relationships, how that's played out. But this is real. I can say like, and vouch for everything you're saying. I mean, you're completely, you're accredited. All this stuff is wonderful, but like, I can vouch for this as well. Like it is, it makes a humongous difference in relationship when we recognize the energetics that are taking place, when we are aware and we start being more proactive and conscious and intentional about how we are showing up versus you know, if you are the one of those people that are saying it's just not working out, I go on a date with this guy, these guys, and I think it goes great. And it's like, I'm super connected and I feel wonderful. And then I, I don't hear anything from them again. Like there's something going on here. Like, and it most likely has to do with the energetics. And so you guys, I, Rachel, we are going to end this episode and go into our others. You guys, in the coming weeks, we're going to talk about the masculine specifically. So what it is and how it shows up and how to really understand it in life and in dating. And then, and also women, how you may be showing up in your masculine guys, how you can really own the masculine and then also feminine. Um, we'll talk about that as well and go in even more depth and give more examples. But Rachel, I love you, girl. This is so Good. I love these conversations. I love you too. Um, I know you and I could just pop off on this. I mean, you can't get me on the soapbox, you know, because I'm like, mm, there's a lot to talk about here. Anyways, um, same, thank same. you so much. But we we have more coming. So this is, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. You guys, I hope you stay tuned because this is going to be really good. And guys listening, I, we reference the feminine a lot. This is so important for you. It is so important for you as well to understand the feminine as well and, and the masculine. We're talking about both, but like, it is so important. I think for both sides to understand both because it, it will transform how you're showing up and how you can best support the other person to, sh to show up in their true feminine or their true masculine, whatever side you are. And I think it's just really beautiful for us to understand it at a holistic perspective. So, okay, Rachel, that's it for this episode. I will see you in the next one. The Heart of Dating podcast is created by Kate Warman. It is a part of the Converge podcast network. Our incredible editor is the one and only Scott Caro. Our theme music was developed by the amazing Christian Ledoux. Special shout out to Anjali Maga and Gabriella Asperu, who make this show possible each week and help to keep me sane. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, or if you've never written us a review or ranked us on iTunes, we'd encourage you to do so because it helps us so much to get this podcast into more people's ears. We launch our podcast each and every week on Wednesdays. So we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.